Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I think how this is going to line up, this is the first episode of 2022. Um, We are in the mix of ATA show and the Nebraska show coming up. Uh, ATA Louisville, Kentucky. If you're going to be there, come say hello. We'll be in the Rubline marketing room, uh, set up, doing some podcast, and um, just having a good time. We're going to enjoy our time, uh, kind of kicking off the year that way. And then the following weekend, that's the January 14th, 15th, and 16th, we will be in Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Nebraska Deer and Game Expo in booth 442. Uh, we'll be there with the Buckstorm Boys, with Whitetail Adrenaline. Um, I believe Gator Outdoors is still going. We'll be out there, be out there with all our good friends at that show. Um, if you're in that area, come out and drink a beer with us, and uh, we're gonna go uh, eat at the Engine House. That's a breakfast joint out there. We discovered that we absolutely love. <laughs> but anyway, um, thank you for being here. Thank you for the support all through 2021 and going into 2022. Um, I made my big announcement, of course, a few episodes ago about basically jumping headfirst into the podcast and hitting it hard and chasing a dream and just continuing to work harder than ever. Actually, you know, it's, we're going to see what we can do with this and just have a damn good time. Um, going after this adventure that we're on, um, the podcast is presented by elite archery. And I want to thank you guys that have either ordered an elite or used our code, which is WCB at elite Um, it's a great company to work with. And they make a great product and great bows. And they really offer something for every platform of, of shooter, every size of shooter. Um, <clears throat> so we're, we're loving them. I, I shot that remedy. Just a big, big fan. Uh, code WCB at Elite Archery. Um, also, Loophole Optics. And I mean, Loophole's awesome. And, and if you've never hunted with binos, we recommend getting a good set of binos and hunt with them. Even in the deer woods. You need them out west. It's almost a necessity. But having them in the deer woods, in a tree stand, in a ground blind, it just puts you that much more in the game. And you might pick up on things you might not have picked up on before. Um, I feel like I see 
I don't want to say double as many deer because that's bold, but it might be. There's a lot of deer like hunting over CRP or in like a hedge thicket that when you glass through, you can actually see in there a little more with binos than you can with your eye. And you see deer that you didn't know were there, or you might see a, you might even use it to see a tree that you could probably hang in on a trail that a big buck went in at 300 yards away, four or 500 yards away. And you can kind of long range scout, if you will, and then kind of calculate yourself to get in to make a move. So um, it's something you don't think about until you use them. And then you're like, man, I wish I would have had these earlier. So that's how that's kind of like our eye opening experience with loophole and the range finders, of course, and the performance eyewear, um, all that stuff. It's, it's great products. Loophole just kind of does it a notch above the rest and quality. Um, they care about what they do. Um, they don't do anything half ass. That's for sure. Uh, good people there also. Uh, Camelfire, camelfire.com. This is uh, Doug's not here to tell you to delete your browser history, but <laughs> camelfire.com is a website that you can go to. I'm going to go to it right now as we're talking, as I'm talking to you. And there, new, new deals reload. So there's a time where the deals will time out and refresh, and the website will refresh. Link is in our episode description. But right now, there's tree stands on here. Uh, Various brands, 25% off, 47% off, 56% off. There's sticks. There's actually multiple versions of climbing sticks. There's a, Here's a deer cart, 26% off. That's uh, Doug and Eric would be in heaven. Um, boot warmers, never used them, but the Arctic Shield boot warmers right now, 54% off and Camo Fire. So CamoFire.com, Doug always says delete your browser history because you'd hate to have your wife find out where you're buying all your stuff. Um, when she can be a hypocrite and buy all her stuff at Target. <laughs> so I, I, I love Camel Fire. It's an awesome website. If you haven't been on it, I believe there's an app, um, but get on CamelFire.com. Check that out. Um, the Old Barn Taxidermy. Right now, I, I think the most exciting thing that we got coming out of Old Barn Taxidermy, uh, they're located in Fort Madison, Iowa, is Ross's 200-inch buck is almost done. with the Well, by the time this episode launches, it will be done. And in Club 200 at Ross's place, he's doing a full mount jumping buck. It's going to be land, not not taking off jumping, but landing on the other side of his railing in his man cave. Um, and the work and time and detail they have put into this thing is on another level. And anyone that I know around the country, I'm like, you got to get to Old Barn. Call them. Like, figure it out. You can... You can you can get it figured out one way or another, but they're a tannery, so your taxidermist already might use their tannery, and you don't know it. So Old Barn's kind of they kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, if you're close enough, they do meat processing, and they absolutely kill that. Um, they do a great job, um, impressively good job for for being newer into the processing game. So um, check out Old Barn Taxidermy. Tell them we sent you. If you kill a critter, you take it in and say, "Hey, heard about you guys are working class bow hunter." They'll, they'll go, oh, say less, and they'll put you in the entry for the following fall to win a game head, uh, a free mount, I guess, if you will. <clears throat> also, Scent Crusher, um, Ozone. Ozone, it's still, for some reason, it's like a debatable thing if it works or not. And then you have the guys that are cocky on the internet will be like, you don't need that. You just hunt to win. I get that. But why not use every advantage you can to beat an animal's nose when it comes to bow hunting, especially when you have to get close and you're hunting wins that – aren't necessarily ideal for you because you want them to work for the deer. Um, Scent Crusher, I think, is a product that can help you kind of cut off that uh, that high risk of being smelled. If you're sweating or whatever it may be, your camo goes further. 
Um, I washed my camo significantly less. Actually, I don't know if this is embarrassing or not, but I, I was washed my camo the other day and I'm like, told my wife, I'm like, this is the first time I washed my camo all year. So, but I hadn't, I had, I didn't have the need to normally I'm pretty like aware of like, if I stink, you know, cause I'm not putting cologne and deodorant and stuff on with that. Um, so all my camo stayed fresh looking. Everything was good. I just ran a cycle every now and again and called it a day. Um, so scentcrusher.com. Um, and also big time, uh, big time is we think the best and food plot seed and supplemental feed. If you're allowed to do that in your state, um, we can't in Illinois. So, uh, Ross Bigger, Austin Chandler, and myself, we utilize the food plot seed. Um, I killed my buck in October over my little buck brunch plot. Um, I believe Austin killed, he killed his 190 this year eating on the big time borderline. Uh, Ross, late season, plants his big time plots for late season to basically get on the deer when the temps drop, and we all know he's the late season guy. So, Big time. Uh, the new code, I need to lock it in. It's probably WCB 2021. If that doesn't work, it's WCB 2022 since we're right in that first part of the year. Uh, so try those if you're wanting to get some seed um, and look for some new stuff coming from big time. There's some exciting stuff. And I think your boys are in the catalog this year. I think we made it. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure we made it, which is pretty cool. So, all right, I'm going to quit rambling. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, a lot of these episodes of the buck kills are getting published a little later than normal just because of how busy we've been but we're getting them out and uh eric was able to get it done so thanks for being here and we hope you enjoy it i'm chase ralston with rubline marketing this is jeff Lindsay. this is michael pitt hey everybody it's john dudley from knock on tv hey guys this is jared scheffler from whitetail adrenaline Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Bolt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class bow hunter. It is the working class bow hunter podcast, and it's episode we're not a hundred percent sure. It doesn't really matter. Nope. And uh, we're actually recording this podcast. We're using our Patreon community as live lab rats, if you will. With all due respect, we mean that with respect. Yeah, very respectfully. Um, they support us. We appreciate you guys. They can hear us right now while we're recording. So we figured we'd test out a new setup that we have to go live inside Patreon. So That's right. Hopefully you'll be able to do a lot more of these. Yeah, we're just trying to like work through the bugs instead yep. of going live for everybody to see. Um we're doing it with our, our community. <laughs> and see us totally bomb on the first one. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what we're doing. We're like messing up mic inputs. and I'm new. I don't know what to do. It, I mean, honestly, yeah, we've been podcasting a while, but it's a lot going on for a bunch of rednecks. Really, I mean, maybe we're not really And now rednecks, we just added cameras to it. Yeah, we're, we're, trying, we're trying our best. What do, you, what do you do, you know? I'm not really doing much, but I'm trying. You, got a, you literally have a beer in your hand. That's all you have. 
That's all you've done since you guys you are doing here. great, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're here for moral support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least all I have to worry about is audio. Eric's just has to switch the video. I don't know. It's been on you the whole time because I just forgot to switch already. <laughs> it's cool. so hard, like, because... You, when, yeah, you want to talk. start talking, I hit it, and then you're already talking again. Yeah, you just relax and just let it do its thing. Well, okay. the, the problem already that we have with uh, the way we're doing this live, if I, ha- I have all three cameras are in tight on us when we should have backed them up. Right. I, mean, I can do that with one of those cameras if we want. We probably should, so then everyone can see everyone. Okay. Maybe. You keep talking, because we're in, in podcast land. In podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Still, what's up party people <laughs> tell you going out late muzzleloader i am it starts monday it does start monday but it's not been very cold so i don't <laughs> I know, know. what was, i'm gonna do what was it 80 degrees here yesterday it was wild it was wild than 100 mile an hour winds you see the high before that was like 57 really yeah which is like a new record damn gina what's it supposed <laughs> to be like on monday uh it's gonna get colder so it's good That's good I just need some snow and cold weather. I don't think you're getting that by Monday, pal. Well, I don't think I get off work in time to go. Maybe. That's awesome. Can we get the cameras going? Well, let's get into it, boys. Let's yeah. chop it up because... I'm going to move this mic. Yeah, we know the exposure is high on the cameras. It's because we have lighting directed, hardwired right from the fucking sun to the yeah, studio. Yeah, we got spotlights on us. We're, uh, we're working on getting a, a dimmer for our lights. Um, we just need an electrician. Anyone know one? We will figure that out. Um, <laughs> so for people actually just listening to the audio of this podcast, they're probably a little lost because we're so focused on this live stream. Right. Um, Eric, you've had a busy year, man, having a kid and all that simple Super stuff. Super busy. On top of everything else that happened this year, too. Did you think you're going to get to hunt at all? Well, I knew I was going to be able to hunt, you know, but it was just, you know, you want to spend time with your newborn and yeah. help mom out a lot as much sure. as I could and stuff. But, you know. Thank you to her because she actually let me go out hunting and do my thing. Right, that's pretty awesome. Yep, she's yeah. a great lady. Because you, I mean, right before hunting season, pretty yeah. much. We had Hudson on September fourteenth. Oh yeah, so right in the wheel. See, just a few weeks, couple yep. weeks old. Yeah, yep. his due date was October second, so I was like, oh dang, I'm not gonna be able to hunt at all for at least till November. And then he came a few weeks early, so got to be able to get a few weeks in. And he was looking out for his old man. He was. He was. He's like, listen, Dad. I got your back. We don't know each other yet, but I got your back. <laughs> I was hoping to get him a, a birthday buck, though, someday. But Oh, I mean, you could. You still could. A mule deer or something. Yeah, oh, that's true. Or that's an antelope. True. antelope. Birthday yep. antelope. Or a velvet whitetail somewhere. That's true. His it's bir- not in Iowa. His birthday is the 14th? <laughs> yeah, don't do yep. it in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's elk season right there. That's prime elk. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because mine's the 6th, and we're... He's going to get his hunter safety course next year and start building points. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you could. I think you can build. I think, I you, think can you can buy can a do point. that. Can I don't know if they have to be a certain age or not. Because I thought about doing it for Isla May and Clyde, building them points. But like a kind of like a. By the time you're 16, you have the best. I mean, around. if you can do it, why not? Yeah. I mean, you when know? they're young, like if Isla May is like 13, 14 and isn't like strong enough to pull back to kill an elk, like we could go with a rifle. Yeah. Right. Or, do something or just like build that. them points till they're ready to go out. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, so no, I think you have to have a hunter safety number, right? Or like a, uh, no, I don't, a social security number for some, I don't know. They're all different. All the states are, they're so different. So confusing. Um, I'm kind of reading these comments. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. So 
I was worried. I was like, man, Eric's not going to be able to get out as much for very good reason. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. And I, I thought figured I, that too. I knew I'd be able to get out, just not as much because I wanted to spend time at home. You know, it's not mm-hmm. that like I couldn't go. I basically right. thought I lost my hunting partner for the year. <laughs> yeah, because you guys hunt, you know, the same spot. Yeah, right, right. So I mean, Doug killed. What day did you kill your buck? Your big eight? Uh, November twelfth or thirteenth. And you guys were on a spot you both hunt. So yeah, it was like, yep. and Doug, you saw so many bucks. Did, right. Wow. So many. I saw a post on Facebook, and I think in our working class bow hunters group, it's like, if you could hunt one spot or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. Someone said, yeah. wherever Doug's hunting. Wherever Doug yeah. was hunting, yeah. <laughs> and there's another one, like, of a video of someone passing a, like a really big buck uh-huh. who were just shitting on me. There was that one TikTok where the, the buck's walking by, yeah. and the guy's, like, doing a video commentary. He's like, okay. Shoot, side. shoot, what? shoot, what? Rat, That's in dark. That was Doug. Just walks away. <laughs> yeah, that was Doug. That, that was, was Doug. me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that guy. <laughs> video got a lot of views. Yeah, that's good for the ten second video. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> that's awesome. It, hey. it only got a lot of views because people just sat there and watched it over and over again because it was only three seconds long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't blame him for that. I'll probably do the same. I watched it quite a bit too, just because like. Well, How after, many times did you watch it after he disappeared? I wa- yeah, I watched that quite a bit actually, probably more <laughs> than anyone else. Sitting in the stand, you're like, God damn it! Well, like even yeah. though when I go home, like in bed, just like, ugh, whoops, yuck, it's just haunting your dreams. Yeah. Well, it's I set tough. my alarm for like three in the morning. <laughs> it's tough, dude. That would be tough. It I mean, is tough. It worked out though. Um, so I was like, man, Eric, you need to get in that spot. No, dude. I told him yeah, I was like, yeah. There's only one spot you need to go to. Well, because in this spot, too, it's like earn a buck, so we got to shoot a doe. And I went down a couple times. Couldn't find a doe anywhere. I've seen all kinds of bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. These Illinois boys are yelling at me, well, shoot that fucking thing, you know. And I'm like, yeah. I can't. I ain't got my doe yet. Yeah. So, and then I Hard finally. to find does there. Yep, it is. Finally shot my doe. Because so many of them get shot? I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, I don't know if there's so many bucks just pushing them around or what. It's like a thing, too. Like, if you're trying to shoot a doe, you're going to see bucks. But if you're yeah. trying to shoot bucks, you're going to see a bunch of does. Because I shot my doe two weeks before I shot my buck. And then I shot her in the morning, went out that afternoon. And I, the only thing I've seen the rest of the day were seven does walked by. Really? Which is in like a line. Unheard yeah. of. <laughs> Take your pick. It was so bizarre, yeah. And I couldn't find one the whole year. The whole yeah, and that was like... That. Um, what was that? What week was it? Third week of November? When I shot my buck? No, the does. Oh, no, because I shot my... It's like, I don't get how there wasn't a buck, even a little one, around yeah. there. Yeah, it was yeah. still it was still like the end wreck. of November, but early yet. Yeah, after you sh- shot your buck. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe there wasn't any bucks around there. It was so bizarre. So, uh, break it down, Eric. I mean, you got your doe, and then... I got my doe. Well, then I got my doe. And then my truck decides to blow up. Mm, forgot about that. Or no, yeah. that, that might have been before. No, that was after. After, because I brought my doe home in my truck. Then my tr- truck decides to blow up. So then I'm out of vehicle. So I'm like, okay, I'm really screwed now. I'm just gonna have to hunt. I got a property right down the road from my house. But you know, me and wife are sharing a car. But luckily, my dad just bought a brand new truck. Like <laughs> your dad's like, damn it, yeah, and like ten miles on it. You know, when I borrowed it, yeah. Hey, hey dad, <laughs> hey dad, can I ask for a favor? <laughs> yeah. So luckily, can you babysit too, daddy. <laughs> so luckily, he's got two trucks. So he's like, yeah, just take the new one, whatever. So I borrowed that for a few weeks while trying to fix my truck at night. So I didn't get to get out hardly at all during the evening time, and then working during the day. So then. So I shot that doe. I can't remember what the day was. 
man. But then I head down to Bur- or down to our hunting spot the following weekend, yeah. and I get halfway there. Mind you, it's a two-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Get halfway there, slam on the I pull on the Casey's, of course. Get a snack. Yeah. Get my donuts. Just donuts and a Mountain Dew. Donuts and Mountain Dew. Yep. Nice, nice choice. Can you? And I pull out of there and I make it about hundred yards down the road. And I go, fuck! I forgot my bow. Mm. Oof! Hour and a half away. Oh, it's, you were that far away? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, fuck! Oh, no. I didn't know that. I thought you were. Oh. So I'm like, that's I, a rough one. Do I call my wife with a newborn at home and tell her to meet me halfway? I can't do that. No, there's no way possible. Like same distance. Three right? three thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's like three thirty in the morning. I'm like. And I'm like, I'm going to make it down there on time. I'm going to have time to get to the tree, put a stand up. Like, I didn't know I'm you were that go. far from home. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm turning around. I'm going to go get my bow and just make the trip back down here. I know yeah. it's going to be daylight, but whatever. So luckily, my neighbor, he's always up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to bother him. Like, I'm not going to be that shitty person. And I'm just driving pissed back home. I'm like, fuck it. I'm calling him. I'm like, hey, man, uh, what are you up to? He's like, oh, no, I'm just sitting here watching TV. I'm like, can you do me a huge favor? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. I'm like, well, I'm halfway to bird or our hunting spot, uh-huh. whatever. And uh, I'm like, I forgot my bow at home. I'm going bow hunting. Can you just run over the garage unlocked and just meet me halfway? And he's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, fuck, thank God. No shit. What yeah. a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, he is an awesome guy. Shout yeah. out, Joel. Get that guy an apple pie for the holidays. He's like Wilson from Home Improvement for a neighbor. Damn. Right? He didn't seem like a bad guy. No, he seemed like a good dude. Wouldn't oh, cross you're the saying fence. he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't cross the fence, though. <laughs> never would. Because he was a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> never shows his face, but he's, he's a, a nice guy. He's a uh, house uh, arrest. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he's house arrest, couldn't leave his yard. <laughs> the whole time he got an ankle bracelet on. <laughs> yeah. He just got an ankle bracelet, can't cross the fence. <laughs> oh, that's. It's a great conspiracy theory right there. <laughs> hey, think about it. Just saying. Great show. But yeah, shout out to your neighbor. Neighbor. Out, yep. Does he hunt? No, he doesn't at all. Oh, okay. I was going to say, cool. Just a super nice guy. But would he ever listen to the podcast? Uh, He might. Maybe. Okay. Well, I'll tell him to if he does. Maybe give him a shout out. Eric owes you a beer. Oh, I'm like, I told him I was going to buy him a keg of beer. Give him a bunch of deer meat. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Oh, that's a good point. That's a fair, thing. fair, fair trade. trade. Some steaks. Right. Some, dare give him some back straps. Oh, Easy. He's pushing it now. I mean, I might cook I, some and give him a couple bites. You get a nibble. <laughs> Just a little tight chunk. Let, let, let him bite off of your fork. Yeah. <laughs> Feed it to him. You like that? All right, that's enough. That's enough. Rest for me. You it's, a whole, get... it's a whole back strap. <laughs> you eat the whole thing? Uh, yeah. You got to go. All right, so that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, so then I get down there. It's daylight. I mean, as it can get. Yeah. I walk to the stand and sneak my way in there, spook up a coyote right when I'm in there. Or when I'm walking there, I spook him up. You had to put up a standstill, right? Uh, Nope. I hunted. Oh, yeah. I hunted a stand that was already up. So okay. I get there. By the way, for everyone that's on the live stream, I, um, we see your comments. Keep them coming because I think what we'll do is we'll go back and read some of these. Okay. Yeah, I read one earlier. That was super funny. I just didn't want people didn't to think bring we were just... Yet. My, like just ignoring them. Yeah, we'll come back for sure. So I get in the stand. I can only hunt till like noon. We had something going on, so I told my wife I'll go down. You know, it was a it's a good spot, middle rut. I'm like, oh, it's this is gonna be money. Mm-hmm. Be in and out of there, no problem. So I get in there. That coyote comes running back. 
like does, didn't even see me go in the timber. I just spooked him when I was walking in, and he runs 15 yards in front of me. He didn't have a shot or else I was going to smoke that thing. Hey. But then I sat there till noon, didn't see a single deer. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that was totally worth it, you know. Forget my bow. Yep. Driving halfway back <laughs> home, driving back down there. Good time. To uh, There we go. To do what Doug does and just watch birds all morning, you know. Yeah, Doug the bird watcher. Yep. Yeah, you were actually watching birds. I was that day. <laughs> like, God damn, that was totally worth it. <laughs> so anyways, I couldn't go back down until the next weekend. So I'm texting Doug through the whole week. We're watching the wind. We're doing all this. And he's like, I think the wind was bad for that spot in the beginning or something. Yeah, maybe. But then it switched, and he's like, just go to that spot. We know there's bucks yeah. in there. And then we're talking about the spot where Doug shot his. I've been telling you, like, once you hit that wind, you just need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, just yeah. be there. It's like a no questions. Right. Yeah, the spot, from seeing Doug's snaps of all his bird watching, it looked like what I would consider, like, my favorite type of spot to hunt. Oh, yeah. and the videos don't do it justice. Like, when the sun comes up, Dude, that spot is nuts. just so beautiful. Really? Oh. Not really a good spot to watch birds, but. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not a lot of cards. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. I yelped it. I'm on a bird watcher's page. A lot of deer, but. Facebook. You're just posting pictures of all this, like, just nothing but dumb deer. Look at this idiot deer. I just want to see birds while I see these deer. Someone's like, why are you in the tree stand? You're like, better angle, closer to the birds. Yeah, what do you know, noob? Why are you wearing camo? So the birds don't see me, duh. Again, closer to the birds. Right. So, okay. Continue on. I just like the 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 idea of the spot. Yeah, yeah. So C- then, because this is how I picture the spot not being there, and I imagine listen. Well, I know a little more than listeners know. Um, I picture this magic honey hole opening way the hell back. That's hard to get to, and that's why the spot's probably good. Yep, yep. Basically, pretty much nailed it. On the it's, head. Uh, well, I shouldn't really explain it, but those are the spots that yeah. like you put more effort into, so that it feels better automatically because of your effort. But then, like how it looks, kind of backs up confidence in your effort. Right? Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, this is like one of the probably the best spot I ever seen in my life. When and I it's like set the, up, like if you've seen this spot in person, like you're like I could see this from an aerial view, like from a Google map for sure. Mm-hmm. But you can't see it at all. It's just like. It's glorious. A little secret spot. <laughs> the secret spot. Someone right here, uh, Chris J. Um, it's actually supposed to be here. <laughs> Big buck scouted on bird watching pages. That uh, that might be a hidden hidden tool right there. Could be. Go in there and mix it up with all the coexist bumper sticker people. Yeah. <laughs> you guess any deer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking what? for birds. Yeah. The reason why I hate deer is because they eat all the bird food. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, yeah, I'm going to get rid of, you guys need to get rid of some bird, some deer. (laughs) For your birds. Yeah. Trying to help you out. (laughs) So anyways, we decided I was going to go to that spot earlier that, or in the middle of the week. So I'm like, okay, Friday night, I like triple check my truck, make sure everything's in there. Right. Because of the mishap the weekend before. Never forget when something like that happens. Oh, never. I forgot my backpack one other time. I didn't make it as far, but. I'll never forget that again. That there's no worse feeling. Oh, and I like as soon as I pulled out of Casey's too. Like I flipped on the light in the cab because I was putting my bow in the back seat, and I look back and I'm like, 
fucking idiot. And mm-hmm. I just throw my hat against the dash, and I was like, I was super pissed at myself. Oh, yeah. Hey, I have a side story real quick. Okay. Uh, several years ago, it would have been 2017. I was going down to a hunting property that's like an hour away right. from where we lived at the time. And uh, my dad didn't really get to go to this property a lot. And we'd hop in my dad's Tacoma and we'd get everything ready and all that in his, his quiver. And you know when you have a tunnel cover, you like set stuff up on top of the tunnel yep, cover yep. where you're getting stuff ready at your tailgate and then you get everything ready and you go. We get three quarters of the way there. And my dad, we stop at the stop sign. We get off the interstate off the the exit, you know, and stop at the st- uh, stop sign at the two-way highway. And my dad's like, fuck. Oh, no. My quiver. I say, I think I think I remember this story. And he's like, well, what do we do? I'm like, <laughs> I'll just give you one of my fucking arrows. At the time, we didn't shoot the same arrow. Right. After that season, we switched, and we always shot the exact same arrow setup because if anything like that happened, we were good. Sure. So we get to the hunting spot. And I hung the stand. I'm like, it's back in here. He goes, well, give me a couple arrows. And I'm like, all right. I was like, make sure that motherfucker's within 20 if right. you're going to kill one because we you just never know. We just don't know. But within 20, you're good. Right. Because yeah. they, they were close enough, right? Yep. And uh, about 8.30 a.m., my dad calls me. Hey, I just shot a buck. <laughs> With your arrow. Yeah. I do remember this. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so fun, fun side story. Did you ever there. find the arrows? No. You know what's funny? Uh, no, we never found the arrows. It was a, at the time my dad was shooting, he had a, an elite quiver. I don't know if it was a five arrow or a six arrow with a big elite quiver. Yep. Fully loaded, slick trick broadheads, nocturnal light of knocks. I think at the time he was shooting like Easton full metal jackets, fully loaded. So either they got smashed or some trailer trash guys like, well, I mean, I can't blame him. I would have picked him up too. Oh, just, hell yeah. For for the sake of the story, he's trailer trash. And no, no harm on you if you live in a trailer like... I live in a prefab home. It's pretty much the same shit. But um, <laughs> some dude made out like a bandit if you found him. Right. So Score. But anyway, successful hunt. So, I, th- I mean, I'm sure everyone's forgotten something oh. at some point. Yeah, Mark Reif ran over his bow. Right. Well, in a couple weekends before <coughs> this, it's totally karma because Trevor Schmidt forgot his bow. Yeah, but he walked to the stand and didn't have it. Right. And then I'm like... I was giving him so much shit because you know, the whole Iowa Illinois thing. I'm like, only Illinois people forget their bow oh, when they go yeah. when they go yeah. hunting. You know, and it happens to me two weekends that came, later. Yeah, that came back yeah, tenfold. <laughs> oh yeah, turns I'm out. Like, God damn, I'm an idiot. Equally as dumb. Yep. Dude, yep. I do that every time. Like you have a long drive to hunt somewhere, you're like going through your head. Like I didn't grab that, did I? And every time you leave the house, you're like, okay, I feel like I'm forgetting yeah. something. Yeah. I hate or that like Doug when he forgot his boots when we were late muzzleloader hunting. It was like negative ten out. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I hate about uh, travel hunts. Still got my toes, mm-hmm. so we're good. That's true. Travel hunts yeah. worry me. Yeah. Oh, they stress you out because you're like, I'm going to forget something I really, I really like, need. Especially out west, I'm going to miss something I really need. Like, I always forget, I'm going to forget like my release. Yeah, that's what like, I was going to say. Like, like, you're out west and you know? forget your release. Yeah. You're like, so what do you do? Go buy one and practice and camp before you go up. <laughs> always pack a target. Go to Walmart. Buy a release from Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible i guess they got him there well i mean yeah yeah I, I mean you make it work right right you had to yeah do what you gotta do wouldn't be ideal okay so eric remembers everything i remember everything the next weekend like to a t i got everything triple checked my truck driving down everything's going awesome and then doug sends me the coordinates for his tree that he was hunting out of. Mm-hmm. It's like, go to this tree. It's perfect. I'm like, okay. So I get in there, get everything ready. 
I'm walking in and like, you can take 400 different ways to get to any stand, you know, I don't know exactly what path he took. So I try and find the easiest so you, path. You have the, the Novix Hilo on your back. Oh yeah. Going in. Yep. That backpack on top of that bow. I mean, I got everything ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And, uh, I get in there, got to cross this. It's a pretty steep creek. Yeah. I mean, crossing a creek sucks when you got all that weight out your back. You know? oh, yeah. That's a pain to get up that thing. Right. Ask the Buckstorm boys. I can't cross a creek in general. So That's true. There's a video of that. Yeah. Video evidence. Somewhere. Yeah. Thank God. Right. Because I, I forget. Right. I have to watch it and remind myself. So when he sends a GPS coordinate, it's like, it gets you pretty close. And it's not like exactly to the tree. So And it's pitch dark. So, of course, there's. 14 trees to choose from yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay i'm looking around looking around and i see this one tree that's it wasn't the closest one to me i'm like oh that'd be a pretty good tree so i walk over to it and i noticed that there were some limbs cut for like shooting lanes Mm -hmm. or just get some shit otherwise i'm like okay this has got to be the tree yeah so i get it everything unhooked set up uh get the sticks set the stand set I get all the way up there, get, you know, how you got to get settled into a new tree. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always like rushing myself because I'm trying to get my bow hung up, yeah. get an arrow in, get my release out, yeah, get my backpack set up. Well, in the meantime, I drop my gloves. Yeah. So okay. that happened. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to climb down and get them. It's like peaking daylight at this point. Yeah. And then I just happened to look down at my bag and in that little side pocket where you put like a water bottle. Mm-hmm. There's an extra pair of gloves in there, so I'm like, score. Nice. Like, it's going to be a good morning when you got an extra <laughs> right. pair of gloves with you the yeah. whole time, right. you know? Bonus points. <laughs> That's right. Good things are happening. They're going to happen. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> they're happening. Oh, they're happening. You know, and sitting there in the dark, too, you don't know what to expect in front of you. It's a new tree, a new stand. I love that, though. Oh, it's crazy. The, the anticipation of daylight's like the best fucking thing. Yeah. Because you're like sitting there in the dark, and you're picturing what you think you're going to see, mm-hmm. but then when it, the sun actually comes up, you're like, whoa, this is way different. And you're envisioning deer that are like darker colored bushes and, oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And you're constantly pulling up your brinos, because you're like, is that a deer? It makes me wish I wasn't tagged out so I could hunt. I know. Right? It's, I'm ready to get back out there. I mean, I pulled my binos up probably six times i'm like oh is that a deer no that's just a bush then you look around you go back to that same bush like keep looking at you like i think that is a deer isn't it funny what like a good set of loopholes will do for you though oh for sure a good set of loopholes like they're not all good but but, yeah i know i sound like a tv hunter i whipped out my loopholes i had to pull out my loopholes but binos and low light it takes the mystery out of that weird rock or oh it does for sure bush or whatever even something up close, if it's super dark out, but there's that tiny little bit of light, if you pull them bad boys up, you can tell what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I had my target buck underneath me in the fucking dark, uh, mid-November, that's yep. how I knew it was him. It was so dark that all I could see was his frame, but believe you me, I know his frame, you know? Yep, absolutely. So anyway, yeah, that's a fun That's a fun time of day when it's like just the anticipation of like the pregame kind of yep. is fun. Yep. That's what's awesome about morning hunts. You know, nighttime, you're just like, well, it's going to be over in a couple minutes. I just love morning hunts. The best. Eric, you're normally an afternoon hunt guy. I am. I like afternoon hunts because you know it's going to get better as the time goes. Yeah, and I like that thought process for sure. Yep. Yep. So then sunlight comes up and shooting hours comes. And within 10 minutes of shooting hours, a doe comes out to my left and there's a big... Uh, cedar, like cedar, thicket. cedar thicket right yeah. to the left. 
she comes out of that, goes thicker than chit in there. Oh, it's thicker than shit. Like I, when she came out, she was already 10 yards out before I even seen her. Cause it's so thick. But then right in front of that is like two seaters. And she walked right to that and then disappeared behind them. So I'm like, sweet. There's the deer already moving. And then to the left too, it's like a small window where you can shoot. Like she was already past that shooting window when she walked by. Cause there's another tree right next to us that needs to be trimmed a little bit, I think, but we'll talk about that later. Well, I mean, it's batting two for two. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Break it out. It's hundred <laughs> percent. It's hard <laughs> to argue with. And she was probably like, I don't know, 40 yards away when she came out. So I'm sitting there, don't see anything else. And then about 20 minutes goes by and then he kind of steps out. He's like, you know how they kind of peek their head out of mm-hmm. and kind of like check, check out the scenery. He kind of peeks out. And I thought for sure he was probably 10 yards closer to me than where that doe came out. I thought for sure he's going to walk right towards those two other cedars and just disappear. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of heading that way. You know, as soon as I seen him peeking out, I grab my bow. I get, I shoot a thumb release, so it's already locked on. I grab onto that. I'm like, come on, baby, come mm-hmm. on. And he kind of heads that way. But then for some odd reason, he takes a sharp right turn and he's going to walk right in front of me 15 yards. Oh, right. A sharp right turn to you. Right to me. Yep. If he would have started, he started going left towards mm-hmm. them cedars where that doe went into. Yeah. But then he started going that way and just turned right and was rocking right in front of me. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about Ross. I'm like, you're so fucked. <laughs> you're so fucked. <laughs> Zap that prick right in the heart. That's right. <laughs> and he was like walking real slow, like kind of mopey, you know, just, he just looked beat down from rut kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, okay. And he's walking by. But you noticed that before yeah, you shot him? Yeah, he's kind of like, he's not sniffing around. Or he's just gradually walking, like all mopey. Yeah. And he gets, I let him get past me just a little bit, and I draw. Fucking settle that pin, let it go, and it zings right through him. And then to the right more is that creek that we cross, and he runs right towards that. And the creek's probably, what, 60 yards maybe? Yeah, 60, 80. Yeah, 60, 80 yards. And it kind of like dips down to the creek. Mm -hmm. So once he, I thought, like 80% of me thought I heard him crash. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like kind of second guessing myself. I heard him crash, but he's running right towards the creek. So like if he would have went down the creek, you know, I definitely would have heard that. Or at least maybe see him go up it. Yeah, right. Or go up the other side. And I didn't see that. So maybe one of them beers. Immediately I'm like, I'm like, okay. Do I get down? Do I wait? What do I do? And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I heard him crash. Mm-hmm. So I kind of sit there for another 10, 15 well, how, minutes. How was the shot? How did it look? Oh, it was money, you know. And you how know, far? 15 yards? 15 yards. Oh, it was that's like, perfect. Dude, it was, I couldn't ask for a better shot. Did how, you uh, know you are going to shoot him right away? Or did you? Oh, yeah. I, I, it got me pumped up. I was Hold heart racing. Well, did, did you, uh, I mean, how relieved did you feel? Oh, man, when I let that, because. You know when you let that perfect arrow go, it just feels right. Yeah, you feel that was, you feel super efficient. Right, that was this arrow. I'm like feeling good. Sell the pin, just let it go. He had no idea I was there. Oh yeah, and he takes off running. I he kind of dipped down that little because it kind of dips down and then the creek. And then I thought I heard him crash. Wait a little bit. I call. I called my wife. Shot a buck, 
And she was relieved. She's like, oh, you get to come home early. Right, yeah. You're not going to spend all day down there. Well, get dinner on the way home. <laughs> right? It ain't right. over yet. <laughs> right? Yeah. So then, okay, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Oh, fuck. I thought you just spilled a beer all no. over. Uh, so I wait like 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to. Clint Casper's calling me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put another arrow in, and I'm going to slowly walk over that way. And I'm just like, I feel like a fucking ninja at this point. You know, I'm like yeah. tiptoeing through there. I wish I had your moccasins. Oh, dude, I'll borrow them next year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just tiptoeing, and then as I get, you know, you're kind of peacocking. Yeah, you know, yeah. Trying yeah. to see him, see him. And then I just see the rack laying there, and I'm like, holy fuck. That's awesome. I'm man. like, I felt so relieved after this four-year dry spell i'm like jumping up and down shed a tear a little bit i'm like fuck yes yeah it's awesome. it when you have a kid though too like you're like it's a big year for you and then like you feel the pressure of not having all the free time you had before right right as, for as, sure you feel it even more because it's new yep so and then you feel you feel guilty when you're away from home yep you feel guilty when you're not with your little boy you, you feel, feel guilty gu- when you're not in the stand feel guilty when you're not in the stand yep yeah I, so i can only imagine the pressure oh dude a ton of breaks off my shoulders just yeah. lifted immediately once i seen him laying there and i'm like thank the lord you call austin when you said that i did not <laughs> thank he, you austin. He, he heard me though <laughs> yeah. you're welcome <laughs> I, picture, I just picture austin like at home just like he's like out on his porch it's the like sunshine it's, just like it's like a breeze goes by that's like he just knows he's like Air nice. Kills of the Earth. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like Field of Dreams. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. I want, is welcome. that offensive to call Austin the Lord? I hope we don't offend anybody with that. We don't mean anything, any harm by it. All good no, fun. I don't think so. Bless their hearts, you know? <laughs> right. He's the dear Lord. <laughs> dear Lord. But anyway, yeah, you had to have been so fucking stoked. So stoked. So stoked. So then what? We need to hear Clint. Yeah, so then funny. I called Doug because I was supposed to take down a tree stand for him down while I was down there so he wouldn't have to come back down. Yeah. So I call him. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make over your stand. I'm like, are you coming down today? And he's like, well, I don't know. I might do it next weekend. I'm like, well, if you come down today, you can help me drag out a buck. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? No way. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Buck like, down, baby. It's like the weirdest call I've ever seen that someone shooting a deer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was acting all natural. Yeah, just like, you're, like, you're all calm. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get over there, man. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'll do it next weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to be postponed a little bit. Yeah. I guess when I called you, I was pretty calm, too, because I was just pissed off. Right. And it was like, I would have been down there for sure, but it was at night. And I wouldn't be able yeah. to come down anyways. But What time did you shoot this buck? Oh, it was like 8... Like eight ten ish, pretty early. Yeah, super yeah. early. So I was super relieved of that because then I do get to go home and spend time with the family. You know, it was a yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I had to work the next day, so it was huge relief on that. Also, it's really awesome when you shoot them early, like smoke them, like you know right, they're yeah. dead, and like, hey guys, taking a quick break. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Thermoseat. Uh, we have our own edition traditional series Thermoseats, but Thermoseat makes it. Basically everything for what we do, uh, tree stand seats, uh, different thicknesses, the wedges for turkey hunting. They make pet beds. They make work mats for everything. If you've got to get underneath and work like a padded work mat, um, check them. WCTS is a code at Thermoseat. Uh, check that out. I think it's a, always a good thing to have a traditional series Thermoseat in your pack or the water bottle holder rolled up in your pack because nothing's worse 
then get into a tree stand that had a squirrel eat the seed out of it, and then you just compromise your sit because you're uncomfortable. So check out Thermoseat. Tell them we sent you. Also, HHA Sports and HHA USA. HHA USA um, supports our veterans. They host 3D shoots throughout the year that helps veterans get back into archery and kind of establish that sense of community. Um, we did not attend any of those shoots last summer. We're going to make a hard point to get to those this summer. Um, and HHA Sports, you know, we talk about them all the time. The leader in single pin sights, drop away rest. They have stabilizers now. Basically, you can outfit your whole bow with accessories that are American-made. They support our veterans and are backed by a lifetime warranty. Uh, code WCB15 at HHA. And Victory Archery. Um, we're all shooting the Rip TKOs, Extortions. Chandler shot the traditional uh, arrows th- through Victory. Um, we love them. I know, so <clears throat> going up a little plug for the CC Hunt Files, which is sponsored by Black Ovis. They have the arrow ID builder where you can go to Black Ovis and build arrows, and Victory is an option in there. So you can custom build Victory arrows through Black Ovis and have them shipped to your door. So if you can't find Victory arrows, I know a lot of companies are having a hard time with supply and getting and getting things out there. If you're having trouble, check Black Ovis, and you could do the arrow builder through there and have Victory arrows shipped to your house already made exactly how you want them and ready to shoot. So that's an awesome option. Um, also, Huntworth. Huntworth is a company we've always loved Huntworth. Like, you know, when we started that working relationship with them, but it's a company that we just learned to love more and more. The people at Huntworth are so awesome and it's hard to explain it all without, we're going to get them on a podcast and talk to them, but they have included us so much in the process of the clothing and opinions. And they, they have really listened to us. What, what what do you want to see change? What would you like, you know, and take our notes and listen to us as we use their clothing. And I feel like it's a company that's very aware of consumer opinions and changes and feedback and stuff like that. And I think that's really valuable in a company. Um, you know, the quality is amazing for the price. You can get everything you need for under 500 bucks for a whole season of hunting. Um, it's incredible. The camo looks great. The fit is great. Um, we all know the gloves. We're familiar with those. They're available at a lot of like farm implement stores throughout the Midwest. Um, we do have a code for them now, WCB15. Um, if you haven't tried any Huntworth clothing, clothing find out uh, who your local retailer is and try it on and just go see what you think. You know, make Form your own opinion. It's easy to form a false opinion online if you don't know. Um, but, man, I'm telling you, it's great stuff. We are so proud to be a part of that Huntworth family, and we feel involved with the process of the product. So, like, it's, it's just a cool feeling just being some guys on a podcast to be able to have a real impact on changes and ideas and, and input in a company. Um, to me, that shows that they care about what they do and being working class and what we all do. And, what, you know, you're happier and you're better at what you do if you care about it. So check that out. And Isotunes, Isotunes Sport. Um, Isotunes is great if you're into shooting sports, uh, hearing protection. You can Bluetooth to your phone and listen to music. Uh, if you're at work, if you're welding, if you're doing whatever, banging 10, um, anything, you name it, and you have to have hearing protection on, you can have Isotunes Bluetooth to your phone and play music. You can listen to this podcast while you're working and kind of be incognito so nobody at work calls you out on it when the safety guys doesn't want you to really listen to music. Just think about it. Um, Isotunes, it keeps me sane while I'm mowing. I listen to music. I listen to podcasts while I'm mowing. Protects my hearing. Um, It's a win-win. 
And if you're at work, it might be your saving grace to keep you sane from punching somebody in the workplace because you got your podcast or your music to calm you down. So check out ISO tunes. And then for all our partners, for a list of all the discount codes, um, you can go to workingclassbowhunter.com and go to the partners tab. All the discount codes are listed or just look in the episode description. All the discount codes are listed in there. So thanks for supporting us back to the episode. Sorry for the break. You have all day you to kind do, have all you day take your time, around. take pictures. You don't have to rush anything. And yeah. Kind of relax, you know, yeah. a little bit. That's the best. Cause like when it's dark, you feel like you just need no, to like, when get I shot on mine, it. I didn't, I took like one picture and like, all right, I get this thing out of here now. Yeah. I all don't right. like that feeling. Like it's, it just to feel pressured in a moment. You need to slow down. Right. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And enjoy. You need to take all that in, but you just want to get that deer out of there when it's dark out. Yeah. Yeah. It you just want to get it taken care of so you can just kind of celebrate and you know everything's good with the deer mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of the pressure especially if it's warm yeah you're like man i need to get this buck out of here and get him taken care of right um but like once you get him out then the pressure's off a little bit then it's kind of just i feel fun. like once you get him in the truck you're like okay I can, yeah i can breathe like, a little bit yeah like, you know yeah it just depends because you guys are back there yep. so you had a crew come help you i'm assuming me and doug yeah just you two yep it's the two boys deer sled are you you guys are a deer cart a deer cart well before I need to back up a little bit. So I shoot this deer, call Doug, you know, call everyone. And then I'm like looking for my knife. And I'm like, one thing I forgot to check Hell for yeah. was my knife. Hell yeah. So I'm like, God damn. And I always put like those, uh, the Huntworth pants have a little knife pocket. I never even paid attention. I didn't notice it either till before that. And there's a little pocket next to your right hand pocket for a knife. I literally have never, I've never looked. Right. I didn't notice it either until I, the, I mean, it was on those pants that I was wearing in Wyoming. Oh shit. Yeah. I guess I never, never noticed it. No. But I, I thought I remember that morning sliding my knife in that little pocket. I'm like, God, I must've been dreaming or something. So then I start dragging, I'm like, Doug, I'm going to have to drag this deer out to where we can get with the deer cart, you know, full of guts and everything. I'm like, Oh, this, I got to cross a creek. Yeah. Cause I still have to drive there. So, right. So I got, a solid hour before Doug gets there. So I'm like, I'll take my time. You know, I'll go like 40, 50 yards and take a break. So you had him on the deer cart? No. no. Oh, you were I, I, no. I had the deer cart. He had the deer, he had the deer oh, cart. Oh, 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 oh. I got you. I got you. So I get him, I get him to the creek and I'm huffing and puffing. I'm fat, out of shape, whatever. Hey, what's up? Hey, join the club. So I'm like, okay, I'll take a little break. I'll go tear my stand down. You know, so that's all done, so I don't have to go back in there once we get this deer out. Yeah. So he, I pull that down, get it over to my deer. I take my the stand and pack off, and I'm just, I don't know where I cross the creek in the morning because it's so dark out. How big is this creek? Oh, it's <clears> probably <throat> five-foot banks on each side. Yeah. Roughly. It's actually not that wide. It's just steep as shit. Steep, steep yeah. as shit. So I'm trying to find the spot where I crossed in the morning because it, it was like golden. I've ate shit on that. Every time I cross it's it, it's like almost. a perfect <clears throat> little, you know, how like it kind of cuts out and you can walk down into a sandbar and then cross over. Yeah. And I can't find this thing anywhere. I don't know where I cross, whatever. So I find this little, this little, you can tell where the water runs off, where the deer have been using. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to grab him by the antlers and I'm going to slide him down ass first into the creek. And I'm going to kind of float him over there. And there's kind of a better spot on the other side. I, I knew I could get him in the creek. It was get him out of the get him creek. Out, get him out would be the problem. Would yeah. be the issue. Yeah. And he's full of guts and everything still. So it sucks. I got 40 pounds on him yet or yeah. whatever, how much that shit weighs. 
So I get him down in there. I float him across. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, I ain't going to be able to do this. <laughs> I'm a weak man. <laughs> I ain't going to be able to do this. And he's like, he's in the water. Yeah. Like, just sitting there floating. That's, those situations suck. Oh, yeah. they're terrible. So <laughs> I don't even know how I fucking pulled this off, but I kind of pull him up and get his head like halfway up the bank mm-hmm. and kind of hold him there. And then I grabbed a little stick and then pulled myself up while holding the buck. <laughs> and then I got around to the top of him and kind of pulled him up a little bit where he would stay. And I'm like, okay, I got him this far. I think I can pull. He's still kind of in the water, you know? Yeah, yeah. So not all of his body weight is. <laughs> is <laughs> just not ideal. I'm not pulling all his body weight yet. Right. Let's just say that. I'm on How like, deep is the water? It's probably. It's pretty deep. Yeah, a foot and a half maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So then I, I'm on like, I'm like on my belly trying to pull him up a little bit more. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Because he's so low, the you're so low to the ground, you know. You yeah. can just like, and he's down a creek bank. That's the hardest part because you're kind of like leaning over all awkward, right? And trying yeah. to bend down and shit. It's similar to loading a buck in your truck by yourself. Yeah. Yep, yep, similar to that. Because I just don't know how, if I can heave him up and get him, you know, give that good pull, but you can't in that position, you yeah. know. Yeah. So you came with a hernia. Oh yeah. I left with 10. That's your reward. So, and then I fucking, I'm in this most awkward position. I don't even know how I got in this position. I couldn't even recreate it again. And somehow I'm just like every inch of strength I had and he's slowly coming. I'm like, Ooh, I think I got it. I think I got it. And then finally I get him up a little bit more and he, I, you know, when you don't want him to slide back down, you like slowly set him down. Yeah. So he doesn't slide. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's staying there. So now he's like, his whole body's out of the water and he's, one good pull away from coming out of this creek. I take a little breather and I'm like, break. I'm like, fuck it. Pump yourself up. Yep. You know, eat a little spinach, pop by myself. And I'm like, <laughs> and just drag him all the way out. And I'm like, Whew. when he flopped up on that, yeah, on top of the creek, I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Dude, dragging deer by yourself is the worst. It's not fun. Thank God. It's a great feeling. It's rewarding, but man, hernias. <laughs> right. So then for some reason, I decided, I don't know what I was doing, but I pulled my jacket out of my pack, Mm -hmm. and I felt something in the pocket. I'm like, what the fuck? There's my knife. (laughs) The whole time. Somehow it ended up in in the pocket of my jacket. This is all the shit going on. Right. So I'm like, okay, I just killed myself for no reason because I'm a fucking Uh, idiot. But whatever. Yeah. It adds to the story, I guess. I love it, dude. (laughs) Adds to the secondhand fun. (laughs) Right. Secondhand fun is, is... A lot of fun, really. Right. really. I'm surprised you got it up there by yourself. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, dude, it was rough. That's amazing. I love it that. It was rough. Well, I mean, come on. It, it took like, it took like two or three of us to get mine out of there. Yeah, it's because you had a bunch of bitches with you. No, I mean, mine was a little bigger. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Shots fired. Bro. Let me guess. You want to go get the rack right now, don't you? No. Me? No. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a pee. <laughs> so, Eric, how many hernias? <sighs> I think at least four. How sore were you the next day? My legs felt it for sure. Yeah. Just from dragging the damn thing. Yeah, my back always, like, I just have zero respect for my back. Yep. And that's what always fucks me think, up after I can pull a deer out. I think, like, all deer hunters know when they're dragging a deer, it's like, because they go all full bore, like, 
I'm getting this thing out. Don't well, matter. It's like, you know how yeah. they say, don't like lift with your back and twist. Like we do that every time we're trying to lift a deer. Yeah. It's like, don't lift. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing, yeah, I'm for sure lifting with my back oh, I'm and doing twisting. That. Yep. At the same time. Yeah. What's up, sciatica? So <laughs> we're all going to be crippled by the time we're 50. That's right. Dude. We need to find somebody who's a chiropractor and have it sponsor the show. Oh, we need that for sure. That actually would be very useful. Doug, go back to school. Yeah, listen, quit your quit your career. Go be a chiropractor. Um, it's a no for me, dog. Palmer's right here in the Quad Cities. Go another hundred, I'm good. Another two hundred grand in debt. Get yeah. in there, learn some witchcraft, and then pop our backs on the studio table. Maybe there's some Palmer chick out there. I'll, I'll meet. That's what I'm talking about, Doug. You got to get on the Palmer chicks. There's got to be thousands of them. Right? Just go hang out there like you go to school there. You know, what you do is you find one that's a little subpar on the looks. Lock her in. You're good. Get her own practice. Okay. She sponsors a podcast. She, she says, makes a bunch of money, so you don't have to work anymore. Dude, this I'm is liking a win -win. this. Yeah. This Pal is sounding good. Palmer's right downtown. Listen, I don't know what bars are right around Palmer and Davenport there. There's a bunch. Yep. Doug, we're your wingmen, because we're married, of course. Yep. I have hand tattoos. Automatically, every woman is scared of me. Yeah. So I'll, <laughs> I'll stand by the door, keep them from leaving. You can be a, a creep. We're, we're <laughs> I'm going to say creep. Well, come on, Doug. Listen, dude, you got you got a resume built up. You got to come up with a better story. Remember, I don't have a resume Iowa, built up. You tried talking him up like he was famous. Can we tell that story real quick? Yeah, are we, we can gonna, tell are that we, story. Are we telling it? <laughs> yes. like, you don't want to tell it? She don't no, it's a, it's a the, good one. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Hell yeah, fuck no. Her. Oh, well, easy. Let's Sorry. Nice. <laughs> You'd like to. <laughs> okay, this is a fun story. Doug, I'll let you tell it because I want to know how you got to talking to this fine young lady. Beautiful girl. Um, Real sweet. Do you remember? I don't remember. Why? Because drinks were flowing. We were at Beer Can Alley. It was a... Uh, Iowa Deer Classic. Was it the last Iowa Deer Classic? Yeah. Yeah. Packed as shit as per usual. So you're talking to this fine young lady. Yeah, I just bump into her. I don't know. I s somehow we start talking. And then uh, there's another guy with a mustache. I forgot what his name was. Jeremy Bauer from... He was with us. No, it wasn't Jeremy. It was some other guy that we met at the show. But he had a mustache. So somehow we were talking to these two chicks. And then um, I'm sitting there talking. And then Kurt <laughs> comes up to me and like grabs my shoulder. He goes, are you Doug from the working class bow hunter? <laughs> and like, I, I don't know what he's going to do. But I was uh, I was having a good time. So I was going the flow. <laughs> and he's like, he just turns around and goes, do you know who this is? <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck is going like, No. This guy is famous. <laughs> like, can I get your picture? Oh, yeah. I think we have a picture still. Yeah, we for sure do. I forgot about the photo. <laughs> Dude, you're, you. you did really good. I played it up like I was meeting Doug because he was there for the Iowa Deer Classic. And I was like, I brought, I had a beer. I think I brought you a beer. Yeah. And I was like, I remember this specifically because I thought it was the move of all moves. I was like, dude, I'm really sorry to bother you and your girlfriend. I was like, but can I get a picture real quick? Oh, yeah, you did. She's, I was like, I saw my girlfriend. Like, oh, really? Oh, man. Well, and too, like, we were in Beer Cane Alley, but attached to Beer Cane Alley is like a dance club. Yeah. So yeah. we went over there to this dance club. Yeah, of course, right? Why, <laughs> why would we not? Yeah, you actually tried it twice that night. Why not, man? Did it work? No. No. But uh, <laughs> he did really good, though. Yeah. I was, you had me fooled almost. You almost thought I was famous. You like, you believed it? Yeah, you almost made me believe it. <laughs> Doug believed Kurt's story. <laughs> We're on the same podcast, you jackass. <laughs> D Doug ends up coming home with me. Like, well, this isn't what I wanted. I'm trying to help you, man. Help you with her. He technically, I did go home with you. <laughs> that, it's, exactly. just, it's just a sad story, really, is what yeah. I'm up to. But. It's funny. We tried. 
<laughs> good thing no women listen to this podcast. Because yeah, it's it, really good. Because I'm doing that at every trade show. Every girl I see you talking to this, this trade show season, every fucking show from Louisville to Peoria, Illinois, the, the last show of the year, I'm doing that. When so, I see you talking to a lady, I'm doing it. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Brandon from White Teledren's like... Uh, uh, for one, just one of the shows where we're going to hang out with him, he's like, he's like, you know how much women you're going to have? And I was like, why? He's like, you have seven people who are going to be wingmen for you. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> that's way too many. <laughs> that's I think the thing many. is way too many wingmen. You need like two real good ones. Yeah. And I'm one of them. I passed that test, right? You did great. Thank you, man. The best one I've seen. Ever. Wow. That's a good stamp of approval. Well, I can't give you that. Well, for you. You said best one you've seen. If it, it seen, but. Don't take it back. It didn't work out, hey, so. Don't take it back. No, you, well, you got to put in a little bit of legwork yourself. I can't do. I mean, I was trying. Well, <laughs> like I was just standing there. <laughs> she was out of. She was out of your league. Yeah, but you know, hey, you were trying. Got to go matters. for it. Got to shoot your shot. So <laughs> back to the buck story. <laughs> that was a fun side story. There, that was. That was a good time. That's funny. <laughs> that poor girl probably still thinks about that to this day. Yeah, she probably tells her friends. Remember that guy with a mustache. I guarantee she forgot about it less than she forgot about that night. Six minutes later. Guaranteed. She definitely didn't give a shit about hunting at all. (laughs) (laughs) She was not there for the show. No, no. (laughs) Which is even better. (laughs) That didn't make it funny. (laughs) So funny. She's just this harmless girl just trying to listen to country music at this. I don't know. Some famous asshole tried talking to me. (laughs) Some guy who thinks some guy who thinks he's famous tried talking to me. (laughs) No, she was probably like, oh, God, another guy with a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and a mustache Jesus. and a mustache exactly hey, a hundred times <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's pretty common nowadays um <laughs> so, so funny so where's this buck story get wrapped up not that i'm trying to rush it but i'm just trying no, to get back uh, on track i'm trying to remember so you finally up. find your knife find my knife get it gutted i leave it i drag it a little bit farther and then i kind of walk up to where i'm gonna meet doug because we can't drive into there so he gets as close as he can with the truck. We unload the deer cart. And the, the whole rest of the pole is like uphill. Yeah. So a gradually uphill. Gradually yeah. uphill. So it's not bad. But just I'm suck. already exhausted from yeah. dragging this thing by myself. It's just enough to like add resistance to the situation. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I, I don't have the best deer cart. No. And I already walked up this hill with my stand and pack and everything. So that took a little bit at it. It wasn't terrible, but... So we throw that in Doug's truck. We get the deer cart out. We go get this deer. You know, we're high-fiving, doing everything, because mm-hmm. it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And uh, I think people forget. It's been a while. It's been a while. Last buck I shot was, well, well last. Nebraska, but Whitetail was. Whitetail was 17. Yeah. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. 17, then I killed Fuck. that uh, Muley in 18 in Nebraska. Yeah, so three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah. Whitetail was four years, yeah. Hey, it doesn't seem like that long. No, it doesn't at all. Time flies. I mean, that's a good thing, right? right? Which is pretty crazy because he shot, in 2017, he shot his buck out of the same state I shot mine out of. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah, we, we, we start doing that. We have a whole, we already figured out well, our whole... whole uh, I think, like, walking this buck out... Him, what do you call him? Um, like, uh, that you're trying to, like... You got to do this in order to kill one. Like your superstition? Superstitions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think so. We have a whole list. Yep. You got to kill first. I got to kill first, and then you got to hunt the same stand. Yep. I have to leave my knife in the truck. You have to bring your knife. 
Have you ever heard Trevor Schmidt's theory on the knife thing? Yeah. Yep, leaving the truck. He thinks bringing a knife with you is like arrogant. Well, I don't know if it's that, but like that's what I gather. It's arrogant and it's bad luck. It really sucks though when you're a mile deep. I killed my. I wasn't a mile deep. Well, I mean, I technically was, but I could get there. Um, <laughs> I don't bring my knife either, though. When I killed, we haven't done the podcast. My other bug, I didn't have my knife on me, and I was an hour, a little over an hour from home. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like fuck. <laughs> I know, but I don't know, superstitions get you. Deer cart scale one to ten. How valuable? Um, it definitely helps a lot if you have a nice deer. Cart. Eight out of ten. Eight out of a t- out of ten. Yeah. What's wrong? With if you? I had a, if I had a nice one, it'd be ten out of ten. What's wrong with yours? Oh, it's just, it's big. It's, like, very wide, and the tires are pretty shitty. Like, bicycle tires? Yeah. And, like, like, to to have it balanced, like... It's not balanced, yeah. It's not balanced correctly, because you have to have the handle, like, the handle you're dragging from, let's say, has to be, like, way down low to get that, like, perfect balance point. Oh. It's, like, up high. So you're, like, bending over the whole time you're dragging this thing, and it's just, it's just a terrible design, I think. Why don't you weld one up with some fat tires? I'm working on it. Okay. okay. I'm working on it. My cousin has one that's like uh, one of the best ones I've ever seen. Yep. It's like... Uh, I'm going to copy that. Instead slide. of like dragging the deer up on it, you put it the deer like literally on its back. So it's like facing up and then you strap it in. It's got straps. And the tires are like... They're at an angle. So they like go... They're at an angle. Everything. And everything's... Yeah. So we drag it up that hill. For me, it wasn't that bad, but Eric's been... It's beating like himself up this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I just like walk in, like, "What's up? Let's go get this buck." <laughs> you bitch! I'm like, can, yeah. I get, can I take a little breather? Yeah, I still got all my clothes on. You know, sweating fucking bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's get the hell out of here, man. What are you doing? <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, we get to the truck and we drive out to where my truck's parked, and we pull because we loaded him in Doug's truck, and then we pulled him out and took a bunch of good photos. And awesome, yeah, those man. photos turned out really well. Yeah, I'm happy with them. That's awesome. So then, actually, this spot is they did turn out good. The spot's real close to the old barn, yep. so I'm like, hey, I'll just run him down there quick, you know, drop him off. Mm-hmm. So I take him down there, and there's a guy that was on call, which is actually Sam's nephew that works there. I'm like, hey, do you mind um, skull capping this so I can take back to the studio and shit? He's like, yeah, no problem, you know. So he starts skinning it, and he gets down to the head, and he's got this big, uh, I can't remember what he called it. It's like a big abscess or pus on top of his skull. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, is that common? He goes, yeah, it's usually from fighting, you know, when they get a little injury there from another antler or something. And, you know, he popped in, all this pus came oh. out and stuff. I'm like, ooh, that's gross. And by the way, this, this deer was the worst smelling deer when I cut it open. Yeah, he was stinky when we got it. He was dragging. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he gets it off, gets the skull off, and then we take it over so he can skull cap it. And, you know, you take the saws on, skull cap it pulls it off and this whole pussy stuff is on top of its brain oh no shit like it's all the whole top of his brain is covered in this white pus shit and i'm like ooh. Ew. so again i'm like hey is that common he goes i've been doing this for 11 years i've never seen that before wow he goes you probably did this to your favor actually well he had a brain injury yeah he goes he goes he, what probably happened is he was fighting and that's what that one injury is from and it probably had a hairline fracture in his skull so then that pus went into his skull or something so i'm i don't know if this why he was walking all slow and kind of mopey i don't know if that was part of the issue or what but yeah we should say his cape was really mangy too like on his back he had he had a chunk of fur i mean just down to bare skin it looked like someone took a clippers and went just buzzing him really just like he 
I don't know. He's had his ass kicked, huh? I guess. I wonder how long, how many days he was walking around with all that pus. I don't know. It had been like within a week or so, right? I would imagine. Which is crazy. Is all the, out of all the deer I've seen, I don't think I saw that one. Really? Yeah. Wow, man. That's crazy. You did him a favor. He's yeah, a zombie. I, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, I definitely don't think he would have made it through winter if he would have made it that long. Jeez, man. How how tough are these animals? It's crazy. Think about having pus, your brain coated in pus. I mean, that, pus, infection. that pus is taking up space, so it had to be putting, yeah, pressure, putting pressure on, your on brain. his brain. I bet you his brain was swollen. It sounds like, dude, to me, it's like that's a head injury. Yeah. A yeah. brain injury. Right. Because, I, I mean, he put a bunch, what they put on that, borax or something? Borax, yeah. And he said he thought he'd seen a hairline fracture. Like underneath the skull. I mean, it's covered now, but yeah, I don't we'll know. To, it's just freaking. We'll have to clean it off someday and see if we can't see something. But yeah, it was it was bizarre just seeing all that pus on top of his brain. Dude, that is. That, can you imagine? No, God, I bet you he sucks. just had a migraine. Oh, he probably did. Just, I mean, that is a. It's a really good spot, but like it's. Kind of in the open, you know, and I thought yeah. he would have seen me for sure once he got past that tree was next to me, but yeah, not a care in the world, man. Just looking straight forward. And just oh, kinda... That spot's pretty crazy. I, I haven't had a single deer <clears throat> see me in there. Right. So pretty I don't wild. know. They're just that comfortable and they're not looking, I bet. Right. Yeah. Good. He, he should went to the, went to the doctor, I guess. <laughs> should have went nuts. to the vet. <laughs> well, congrats, dude. Good yeah. work, man. Thanks, man. Way That's to get awesome. her done. Yeah. That's got to be an awesome feeling. He's going to yep. make a good mount, too. He's a real pretty buck. Nice brows. Yep. Oh, yeah, what mount are you doing? So he's not like, he's a... He's 140. Yep, one, 139 and 6.8. 140. 140. And uh, I've always wanted to do a backpack mount. That'd be cool. And I didn't want to do one on like a tiny buck or like 170 inch because that would just look weird, I think. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? 140 is perfect for that. I was that. driving to Old Barn trying to think about it. I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm going to do a, a backpack mount, I think. So, yeah. Dude, we could put that in the studio too and it'd look freaking sweet. Oh, man. yeah. Like in it'll here, be, in the recording room, we could put it in here. It'll be here for sure. So yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. He's a good buck, man. No B, yeah, no B holes on this buck though. No bot fly holes. Nope. Just a brain hole. Just a, <laughs> just brain, a brain injury. Just yeah. a brain hole. Awesome, dude. Congrats, man. I'm happy yeah. for you. Thanks, man. I was so stoked when you when you sent that message that you got one. I'm like, finally, yeah, right, finally. When I got the phone calls, like, oh boy, killer year for the WCB crew, man. Dude, such a relief. It's you don't awesome. even know. It's a good buck, man. Good browse. Yeah. He's gonna look. He's gonna look huge on a backpack mount too. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Well, good work, man. Well, what yeah. are we talking about next? You want to go to the YouTube? Yeah. Let's uh, let's answer some questions show. or just so, uh, shoot the shit. If you're yeah. wondering like what the hell we're talking about when it comes to the uh, YouTube and the live stream, we did it that we t- mentioned earlier that test live stream, oh boy, and then a lot we, of them. we did it as an unlisted live on YouTube. And then we posted it in our uh, Patreon family, um, which is obviously, uh, our, well, I consider them family because they know what we do. Dan Smeltz, what up, bitches? Okay, <laughs> kind of going through here. I went back a little bit because there was some stuff that we didn't get through. Um, I'm going to let you guys chat it up. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Go take a whiz, man. I don't remember where we left off. Oh, yeah, Chris was supposed to be in the studio, right? Yeah, he's supposed to be right after this podcast. Yeah, thanks for... He says he's going to bring me some beer, too. Thanks for that one. Hey, I appreciate his comment. Doug's the pretty face, so thank you for that. I don't think that's true. What? That's not true. Well, he said it, not you, so... 
trying to scroll back here and see where we left off, but it's way oh, up there. I can't scroll because I can't scroll. I can't see what they're talking about. Thanks, thanks, guys. Everyone that says congrats. Let me scroll a little bit farther. <laughs> Jed said he might have February off. Don't. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of people commenting here. I wish I could pass threes at the bar like Doug passes shooter bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Mike Olson. <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> Maybe someday you'll be as good yeah, as Doug. You'll rack up some enough threes where you just start passing them. <laughs> right. How do you guys like this live chat in the Patreon? Oops. I mean, we're still pretty new to it and trying to figure it out, but we figured this would be a great time to test it, see how you guys like it. He missed it, Kurt. Someone said, I wish I could pass threes at the bar like Doug passes shooter bucks. I saw that. That's something <laughs> I want to come back to the live stream. <laughs> Did you guys read it already? Where were we yeah, at? Oh, yeah. That's the one, uh, one I read. God, that's funny. Chris J said to earn a buck spots I've hunted are just like that, all bucks until you get a doe. Yep. I'm trying to go back and trying to find where we're at. Um, where are you at right now, Eric? Sorry, everybody in podcast. Yeah. Like, what's up with the silence? I just went back to where uh, hunters of the 256 said weird being on or the no. Chris said big buck scouting and bird watching pages. I love that. It's <laughs> so funny. Wow, I changed my email status of YouTube. Oh, that's funny. People being on YouTube with like their their email link. Judd's in here. Man, sorry for the silence here. We're kind of just reading yeah, through sorry. to find some shit. Um, it's kind of fun doing this live stream. Yeah. You know, this is something we'll probably start doing a little more often because it's not. That's why I asked them everyone if they liked it or if they didn't like it or. Yeah, what's. I'm confused by that last message. Which one? Oh, yeah. What did I say you're going to shoot, Eric, for the prediction? I think I was really close now. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, do we have it written down somewhere? I think I was actually really close. To look. Because you were spot on with mine. I thought like, you wrote it down somewhere. I don't think so. I wrote down Greg Glessinger's. Yeah. Which I have that wrapped up here, but we can't open it until the end of the season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was close to Eric's, too. I was way off on mine, but... We don't even remember what episode that was, though. Or was that on Greg's episode that he predicted all that? I think it was. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to check. We'll have to check and see. I I don't remember. Um, All right. Some people like the live stream. What's a super chat? I don't know what that is. Super chat's disabled? Is that an OnlyFans thing? Tay thinks... (laughs) Yeah, is that an OnlyFans thing? What do we got? Do you get a tip us? Doug, show your butthole. Ah, damn it. Show your b-hole. <laughs> Show your b-hole. Show your bot fly hole. <laughs> Should have cleaned up before I came. <laughs> <laughs> I came right from work. Not My wife good. says this is annoying, but I'm having a good time. Get a different wife. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just did that because I know she's probably listening. The guy's like, dang it, he read my, he read it out loud. <laughs> Turns the value down. Whoa, to whoa, 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 guys. Like whoa, guys. Some other guy's talking about his wife <laughs> in the live stream. <laughs> 
That's so funny. I talked to Camifier on the phone the other day and uh, about your uh, delete your browser history. Yeah. And he's like, man, that's awesome. Like, you know, if you, it'd be cool if you guys could get some video of you guys doing the ad and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. And then I was thinking about the one of the ads I did. And I was like, bitch, you're always shopping at Target. And I'm like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have said bitch. In the <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Let me shop at Camify. You're at Target every other day. <laughs> Someone said, do it, Doug. Show your b-hole. And then they said, thought he was having a good time, question mark. <laughs> do it, Doug. <laughs> uh, Damn, <great>. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick wants you in on that, man. Tip him. Let me go use the bidet real quick. They are Patreon subscribers. So, you, I mean, Ooh. they already have tipped us. So, you should... Sh- Come on, get in there. I just noticed I didn't switch the camera the whole time. Yeah, because you just left it on the one view. I figured I was going to say something, but I figured just like, fuck it. I was, in, I was into the story, people. Okay, now I'm on it now. It's going to switch gonna, it to my b-hole. <laughs> that's going to be a hard thing to get used to just because it's multitasking is what it is. I'm just going to really screw with people now. Well, I didn't want to run. You're going to go back and forth, back and forth. I didn't want to run the mixer and the, the video switcher all at the same right. time. That'd be a pain in, in the rear. Yeah, it, the exposure on that camera is lit up on my end. But I wonder if we... Uh, you look extra pale. Yeah. Why so white? I don't get a lot of vitamins. <laughs> Maybe trying to turn it down I don't a get a lot of vitamins. It might be too low now. But anyway, um, well, man, does that wrap it up? I don't want to really... For people just listening to regular podcast land, I don't want to kill their enjoyment here because we're talking to everyone on the live stream. But we can get off uh, the actual recording of this. and Yep. Um, so, all right, cool. Congrats, Eric. Thanks, man. Appreciate Congrats, you, dude. Buddy. Thank you. Now it's relax mode, trade yep. show mode, podcast mode, and you don't have to worry. In little, dad mode, you don't have little, to worry. A little late muzzleloader I'll throw in there. Oh, yeah, you're going for that, huh? Oh, yeah. You got a couple weekends. Can you yep. bow hunt Yep. with that? Are yep. you, you going to bow hunt or are you going to go muzzleloader? Uh, I don't know yet. Have you ever killed a deer with a muzzleloader? Oh, yeah. You have? A oh. buck? No. Well, I'm probably taking buck. the old smoke pole out. You I, are? Yeah, we got two weekends. I've shot a lot of does with, with my little smoke bowl. It's pretty fun. Yeah. All right, get it. Film it. Good. Even though our working class bow hunter really wouldn't fit if you just kill a deer with the smoke well, bowl. What we're going to do? We'll overlay the video. Overlay a, a, a bow noise as a big puff of smoke comes out. <laughs> to edit in a lighted knock. Just, yeah, yeah. Don't. <laughs> I'll just, just a puff of smoke. What I'll do is I'll just cut to a different deer completely that was shot with a bow and then cut back. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that would be funny. Be so smoked funny. him. People are like, <laughs> smoked him. Drops what, it. What are we doing here? I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Go shoot your bow. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>